Hello, everyone, and welcome to localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm your host, Jenna Konar, and you're listening to Classroom to Boardroom, where we explore job search tips and strategies for recent college grads who are entering the workforce. Today, we're talking about effectively using your elevator speech. Whether you're networking with other professionals or sitting in a job interview, using your elevator speech in the correct way can make a positive impact. So to learn more about this, I'm speaking with Ashley Stahl. Ashley is a career coach, a professional speaker, and the founder of Ashley Stahl Coaching. Thank you for joining me today, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me. So the phrase elevator speech is used often when people are talking about job searching. But for those who are maybe unfamiliar with this term, how would you define elevator speech? Well, most people say, tell me about yourself when you're in a job interview or when you're networking. And essentially, your elevator speech is your answer to that question. It's all about how you talk about yourself in the context of your career. And a lot of people call it elevator speech or pitch due to the fact that you could get caught at any time in an elevator with someone and have a very limited amount of time to really explain who you are as a person. And it's, it's sheer magic if you've thought about it. When you're asked the question, tell me about yourself, whether it's in an interview or maybe it's in a casual conversation with a new contact, it can be intimidating to answer that question when you're put on the spot. So why would you say that it's important for college students to make sure that they're preparing and they're practicing their elevator speech? I mean, we live in a world of, of tweets and texts. I mean, we all think in 140 characters these days. <laughs> so people really rely on very little information in this society to form an opinion about you. And unfortunately, that translates into your bank account, or fortunately, depending on how you use that time. And so usually, an interviewer will make a decision on you within seven seconds according to Forbes. So it takes really seven seconds for that first impression to go through. And this really comes down to how you speak about who you are and the energy that you bring to that. And on top of that, most candidates do not have a response that's really thought out when asked about themselves. So a lot of recruiters pass judgment on them right away if they've missed the opportunity to answer what really appears to be a simple question. Right. And as you mentioned, this is usually the first question that you're going to hear in an interview setting. And when you only have seven seconds to make that first impression, this is possibly the most important question that you need to answer during the process. Yeah. And it's absolutely the only way to prepare for an interview because you never know what questions an interviewer will ask outside of this common question. So for students who are rehearsing their elevator speech, Those who maybe are a little more nervous might tend to rehearse a lot, but how can they make it sound natural when they're speaking in a conversation? I would say it should be so memorized that it can flex and shift and flow with every time the person shares it. I recommend typing it out using those four parts that I talked about, your story, your skill, your cuff, your goal. And uh, as I mentioned before, that's offered a free gift on my website, ashleystall.com. I have a guide that's on there for anyone to figure out their elevator pitch. And really, once you figure out those four key ingredients, if you type them out and you turn them into bullet points and just practice for a few hours with it, it will start to flex and flow. And speaking of the flexing and changing the speech, how much should you be adapting your speech depending on which situation you're in? 
Well, if you're talking to someone who's in a particular position to help you in a particular niche or field, I'd really tweak your elevator pitch to suit them. So, you know, for example, if you want a job in marketing, but you're open to a job in communication and you find yourself talking to someone or networking on a deeper level, having a conversation with someone who works in communications, on the spot, I would probably adjust the story that you're telling about yourself to be geared a little bit more towards communications or whatever that particular niche is where that person can help you. And it's also just about being so comfortable with yourself that you're pretty quick on your feet. And it sounds similar to the advice that we offer job seekers who are writing their resume, that you you tailor your resume to the specific position that you're looking for. And it sounds like in the same way, you want to tailor your elevator speech to the person you're speaking with. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what would you say are some specific strategies for using your speech in different situations? And I have a few situations here. The first one is a career fair or a job fair. How would you say that you should be using your speech during this type of activity? In a career fair, a job fair, or even when you're just meeting someone new in your Mm -hmm. daily life, you really want to let the person you're speaking to know two types of job functions that would interest you. And I say two because one is a little bit too narrow. And I've had a lot of clients work with me and come back to me and tell me they accidentally just said they were interested in one thing. And the person came back letting them know that they had something else that they would have been interested in. And they had no idea how to backpedal and let them know without seeming scattered. So really picking two functions that you want to focus on, anything more than that, you may seem scattered to the person and overwhelms them. And really just letting them know that you're really focusing your energy on transitioning into A or B, whatever those two functions are. And so I would imagine then in a job interview situation, you probably would want to focus on maybe just the one job function, which would be the job you're applying for. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, job interviews are much like kind of dating, I like to think, because (laughs) it's really about letting them know that they're the one and that you're committed to just that one and you're fascinated by just that one. And so when you're in a job interview, I would always make sure your elevator pitch about yourself ends with really explaining why you're particularly married to that job. Mm -hmm. For college students or maybe students who have just recently graduated, When they're going out into the job search process, going into job interviews, how can they use their elevator speech to make them stand out from older, more experienced professionals in their field? We live in a world where there's a generational divide. And I think one area where our generation really excels is in valuing ideas and connection and creativity. So I think any college graduate who walks into an interview being personable, authentic, and really well-prepared is going to stand out. And and people really pay for purpose more than they pay for experience. So if a recruiter is speaking to an interviewer who's incredibly feeling a sense of why, a purpose around why they're applying for that job, they're going to be more compelled to hire that person than someone who simply has the experience to show for it. And on the flip side, aside from standing out from maybe more experienced professionals, If you're in the generation that values creativity and new ideas and connections, how can you make sure that your elevator speech is going to make you stand out from your peers, from people who are your own age? I think this comes back to prep work. Uh, The most common error that I hear from recruiters and clients 
is that they don't prepare for this prompt of tell me about yourself. And I think that you're automatically going to stand out from your peers if you've prepared something that's compelling, authentic, and really engaging for the interviewer to talk to you about. And at the end of the day, if you demonstrate that sense of purpose in your story uh, and you have that well prepared to deliver it, it's all about delivery. Mm-hmm. It will make all the difference. So it sounds like purpose is definitely the highlight that you want to be thinking about when you're developing your elevator speech. Absolutely. And, you know, another resource for this is Simon Sinek. He has a beautiful TED Talk about this idea of why. And he really talks about how companies like Apple are doing so well because they really lead with purpose in their marketing versus other computer companies or technology companies that lead with products. So in your experience working with others, do you have any examples or any stories of someone who you've known or who you've worked with who was able to use their elevator speech effectively and maybe someone who ultimately got a job because of this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have one client recently who got a job and she said that she was in her interview and that the person really wasn't engaged. And for some reason in this interview, they didn't start with tell me about yourself. They kind of went in the middle with that question, which I don't hear very often. And when they finally asked her to talk about herself and she gave her elevator pitch, she said that the entire energy changed and that the guy almost had tears in his eyes because her purpose for the work she was doing was so clear, and he offered her the job right on the spot. Oh, wow. So it really, really translated that she did that press work in advance. Another example that I have is I coach entrepreneurs, all things millennials. So I coach on the job hunt and on how to launch your dream business. And I've coached entrepreneurs, one of which who was networking, and she met a news anchor at a networking event, and she was really looking to get her first television interview. So she shared her goal. She innocently let the person know that she was really hoping in the new year to get more press coverage and to have her first television interview. And the person responded right off the bat and just said that they would welcome her onto their show that week. So really having something prepared and strategic on your feet makes such a difference. Definitely. And having something that conveys your passion as well sounds like a key part of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, passion and just it's infectious when you have an energy about you that really is awake for what you're doing and why you're doing it. So you've given us a lot of very helpful advice for using your elevator speech in your daily life and in interviews. So as we conclude, I wanted to give you the floor for the last 30 seconds or a minute or so just to give us any last words of wisdom or maybe some advice on this topic. Yeah, absolutely. I think one thing that some people may struggle with when they hear this information is if they don't know what they want to do and they don't really know how to share their story through their elevator pitch. And that comes back to this idea of clarity. And one thing that I just wanted to share, one word of wisdom, is really truly that clarity comes from engagement. It never comes from thought. So many people think that if they keep thinking, the answer will come forward. And that's just not the case. You have to engage, whether that means reading, networking, or even taking a job. And so I would say that if someone who's creating their elevator pitch isn't really sure what their purpose is, to at least pick something that sounds generally interesting to them and to start networking with that elevator pitch and to really just engage and see what you get out of your networking before you move forward into your next trial and error. And for those who are looking for help with their job search, their elevator speech, maybe any different aspect of this, 
I understand that you have some helpful resources on your website. Yes, I have a free career success kit. It has an audio on how to get into the successful mindset, as well as an audio on how to be a really amazing job hunter. So anyone who's really looking for job offers or looking to just up-level their mindset, if you go to www.ashleystahl.com, you can go ahead and get your free kit. All right. And with that, we will wrap up today's show. You've been listening to our guest, Ashley Stahl, talk about the importance of delivering an effective elevator speech. Thanks again for joining me today, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me. And of course, we love to hear from you, the listeners, as well. To submit comments or suggestions, please email us at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also find us on Twitter under at the LJN. Once again, I'm Jenna Konar, and thanks for joining us.